Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Toast's Weekly Spread. I am your host, Toast with the Most. I know it's been a while, but there is so much to talk about. There is a lot swirling in this world besides, you know, the usual COVID stuff, the pandemic, uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, it's been over 100 days since Breonna Taylor's death and there's no justice. What is this? What is going on? What is happening? Black lives still matter. Black lives will always matter. Um, just wanted to get that out of the way. I hope you guys are having a wonderful week. And I am so sorry that I've been gone for so long. Uh, like I said, there's just a lot going on, uh, both in the real world and my personal world. I've been looking at houses, trying to get my dog a backyard, <laughs> trying to get more room to work, make wonderful content for you guys. That's all I want to do, really. Um, so, you know, just living my best life, I suppose. I hope you guys are doing the same. I hope y'all are washing your hands, staying safe, um, wearing your masks, all that fun stuff. Uh, today, we're gonna be talking a lot. Uh, like I said, we have a lot going on. And um, there's three main things that I wanted to discuss. And I have been talking with a couple of my followers and everything. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to talk about this. There is so much to talk about. Um, I don't know where to begin. So I thought that I would just, you know, uh, kind of give my facts and opinions here and there uh, as we go along. Uh, I'm not gonna go too in depth because I had a couple ideas. I was gonna make three separate podcasts and then I was gonna do this and that. But then, you know, by the time I get to the third podcast, there's gonna be 18 other things happening in the world that I wanna talk about. So, and I'm sure you guys don't wanna hear the whole thing. Uh, so that's why you come to me. Uh, to hear the bits and pieces. So that's kind of cool. Um, like I said, I'm still new to all of this. I'm not going to lie. This is my third ever podcast. Uh, please come to me if there are audio issues, if there are volume issues, please come to me. I want, I want this to be good for you guys. Um, I appreciate any and all feedback. Um, so like I said, we're going to be talking about three main things today. Um, Jeffrey Starr, has returned to the internet after being gone for four weeks. He was gone for a month. The last thing he posted before all the Shane Dawson and, and James Charles and Toddy Westbrook tea, the last thing he posted was that he was going away to visit his great-grandmother or grandmother, family member. He was visiting a very, very distant family member uh, and he was gone for a month. Uh, however, the internet did its job and there was pictures circulating of Jeffrey in his own pool with another makeup artist. And then there was an Instagram picture of him in Black China. Um, and everybody was like, well, why is he not on his own, but he's on others? Like, what's going on? And then people started remembering that he's just gathering everyone that used to hate him because him and Black China had some tea. Him and uh, that one makeup artist, I don't remember his name. Uh, they had some, they had a little bit of beef, uh, but it seems like he's getting everyone on his side again. And then after a month, he returned to the internet with a 10 minute apology video called Doing What's Right. Uh, basically, he just sat on his couch in his big ass mansion and uh, he took this chance to face up to many of the accusations, past and present. He talked about Shane, which I'm not gonna lie, I did cry. Uh, I really thought that Jeffrey was just gonna leave Shane forever, but Shane is his best friend. Um, 
So he did say he wanted to take all the responsibility and put it all behind him, but he didn't mention anything in detail. He, he said that he made a video about a year ago, uh, said never, uh, entitled Never Doing This Again, and he meant it. He reminded us multiple times in that video that he was not going to do it again. So he made it abundantly clear that his lawyers are behind the scenes doing everything with all the screenshots and photos and people and names and addresses and everything like that. So, um, I, I don't know. The reason why I say I don't know is because a lot of people were attacking Jeffrey while he was gone. And now that he's back, there's even more people attacking him. And one thing, one thing he also did in the video, um, besides talk about Shane, which I'm so glad he pointed out Shane, he apologized to James Charles, vaguely, vaguely apologized to James Charles, uh, and then uh, called out Shane, like, hey, you're my best friend and I love you. Um, he didn't mention Toddy. He didn't mention anyone else. Uh, just James, James Charles and Shane Dawson by name. Uh, and then after that, he proceeded to talk about uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, the pandemic. He mentioned that there is still no justice for a lot of black lives that we lost. Um, so it kind of took a turn from talking about what he was never going to do again to talking about Black Lives Matter, which, believe me, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, uh, we are in the midst of a pandemic and a civil rights movement. So there is a lot more to worry about than internet drama. I completely understand that. However, the internet drama is circulating you, your name, and your brand. So you can still support the Black Lives Matter movement while still taking care of your business, your corporation. So I will say that I did disagree uh, with the fact that he put that right after him taking responsibility for everything, kind of kind of to swerve the attention to something else. Because if he mentions the Black Lives Matter movement and you're still concerned about him, then obviously he's trying to make you feel like less of a person, if you will. Like you're not, you don't care. Like you don't care about what really matters. And that's kind of what he did in his video. However, he then followed up with after the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, he proceeded to talk about uh, what his cosmetics brand has in line. And uh, he just, while he was uh, on the hiatus, um, he uh, did a shoot, like a photo shoot, and he released a new collection of lip liners. So he was still running his business from behind the scenes. He was just wasn't on social media uh, for about a month, which is crazy for Jeffrey. Like, I cannot imagine someone as busy, as big, as as like eclectic and i say eclectic because in his documentary um and a couple videos that he did with the dolan twins and david dobrik and everything he talks about how much he loves getting up in the morning and getting ready just putting on a wig putting on makeup putting on fun clothes fun jewelry just playing around in his house i cannot imagine not posting it not taking pic like i'm sure he took pictures but not posting it not like showing it off, not doing anything on social media for a month. Like, I'm not as extravagant as Jeffrey, but when I do my makeup and I take photos, I'm like, everyone, look! But, and he's way, 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 way bigger than me. So, I guess that kind of concerns me. Uh, not concerns, I guess. It kind of just, this whole YouTube drama thing just is mind-boggling. It's, it's honestly just mind-boggling. Because... 
this is also brand new. This was yesterday. Today is the 24th of July. Uh, this was uh, 22 hours ago. Uh, Jeffrey announced that he's launching a skincare line in 2021. He was just dropped by Morphe. Morphe dropped Shane Dawson first. And then after Morphe dropped Shane's products, they dropped Jeffrey. They both posted on Instagram, hey, we, we parted ways with this brand. We're still gonna bring you awesome stuff. Okay, cool. What also concerns me with the skincare thing is because this whole mess is because Toddy felt that nobody liked her brand. Nobody liked her skincare brand. Uh, for those of you who are not fully immersed in the beauty community, especially uh, lower brands like Toddy's. And I say lower because there are other brands out there that have better feedback, they have a better market, they have better advertising. Um, in my eyes, she is a lower brand. And, um, and there's a lot of reasons for that, but I feel like she's just not ready to touch on that. I feel like she has a hard time with criticism and that's why all of this drama happened. So her brand is Halo Beauty and she created basically a hair, skin and nails uh, supplement, a vitamin. Um, and all of this tea started with James Charles promoting another uh, hair, skin and nail brand and Toddy didn't like that and blah, 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 blah. Um, so I just think it's kind of, I, I honestly think it's humorous that all of this drama happened in the beauty community because Toddy felt betrayed that nobody liked her brand. And then Trisha Paytas comes out of nowhere and says uh, that her brand makes people break out, which is not a fun time for anybody. So I feel like if Toddy just kind of stepped down from her soapbox a little bit and actually did proper uh, like studies and tests and maybe try a different ingredient, maybe we could have saved a lot of people some drama, some emotions, some tears, some unnecessary um, haggling, if you will. Uh, there's a YouTube video of someone practically hunting down James Charles for a, uh, a statement on the whole situation and he goes, I don't know anything. I just bought a house and I'm living my best life. So we could have saved a lot of time. Uh, but with that being said, I think it's funny because there was also speculation that James and Morph James Charles and Morphe were gonna start collabing on skincare. And now that Jeffrey dropped from Morphe, Jeffrey's just gonna start his own skincare. Uh, which to be honest, good for him, you know, uh, a new chapter. He started multiple chapters in his cosmetics career, uh, in his brand, in his life. He has started multiple chapters and I feel like this could be a good one. He has killed the makeup game. You can love him, hate him, admire him, despise him. He has killed the, 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 the cosmetics game, the business management game, the, um, the, uh, multimedia, uh, game he has killed everything like he is just a master of everything so i'm i'm pretty excited uh for the new skincare i want to see what he comes up with now the the formulas i really really hope that he lives up to his reputation and keeps the formulas a plus because the last thing we need is all this tea circulating because toddy's brand makes people break out and allegedly excuse me, allegedly makes people break out and everything like that. The last thing we need is someone to get Jeffrey's skincare and 
something negative were to come about. Um, oh, and that's hilarious. So, Dramageddon 2.0 was last year's YouTube tea. This year's YouTube tea is Karmageddon. I love the internet. <laughs> um, so that is all that I have for the, uh, the Jeffree Star. Uh, really not a whole lot. He's just, he's just back and bigger and better than ever, uh, apparently. And he is not talking about it. So everyone's just still having opinions, uh, taking sides. It's like a Twilight thing. It's Team Edward, Team Jacob. Um, every, every social media that I have, every time I scroll, my timelines are filled with uh, I hate Jeffree Star. I love Jeffree Star. I hate Jeffree Star. I love Jeffree Star. I hate Shane Dawson. I love Shane Dawson. And me being me, I just, I'll respect your opinion. I just, I will respect your opinion as long as you don't disrespect someone else's existence. That's my thing. It has been a quote on one of my social media platforms for about four years now. That is like the one quote that I just live by. And it's, that's part of the reason why I started this podcast is because I'm, I'm very in the middle. I'm very, I just want to give you guys, facts are facts and opinions are opinions. And the reason why we have opinions is because we can't, we can't face the facts and we can't, like, there's three sides to every story. There's so many quotes to f match that. And I'm just here to relay what I find, relay what I think, and I want you guys to create your own opinions on that. I will never tell you guys what to think. If you're sitting here right now and go, I still love Jeffree Star, great. I still hate Jeffree Star. Okay, I still don't know who Jeffree Star is. Okay, I don't care. I just really want you guys to be in the loop, I guess. I talk way too much, but that's why I have this podcast, I guess. Okay, moving on. Um, This I kind of need to get serious for because I had to stand in the mirror and tell myself to not say two specific words. And I will not say those words at all during this podcast just to avoid any possible repercussions that may come about me relaying this information to you as many many of you may already know um there is some tension between will smith jada pickett smith and uh august alcina um, I guess the best way to explain it is to start from the beginning. I feel like for everybody, including myself, because there's still some parts that I am very confused on, and I feel like this will help me not say the words that I am pretty sure I'm not allowed to say because nobody has said them. Um, and I'm pretty sure most of you will catch on as to what words I am not allowed to say. Um, so we're going to go way back to 1994. Uh, in 94, Will and Jada met uh, on the set of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, Jada auditioned to play Will's girlfriend, but she lost because um, Jada was too short. I didn't realize how short Jada was, by the way. Um, I think she's like 5'2". She's really short. I saw a picture of her on the red carpet, and she's like a little, t little itty-bitty thing. Um, however, even though she didn't get the part, uh, Will still made a connection with Jada, or they had a connection or a spark, uh, but Will was married to, uh, Sheree Zampina, who was another actress. Um, later in 1994, um, Sheree and Will, uh, legally separated and were planning on divorcing, obviously, so Will and Jada started seeing each other romantically, 
Um, it wasn't until December 10th of 1995 that Will finally divorced Sheree. Um, and he had a son with her, Trey. Trey Smith uh, is his oldest son. And he talks about uh, in an episode of Red Table Talk that the divorce was the worst thing he had to go through in his adult life. And I think that's really sad. A um, little bit of little bit of story time. My parents divorced when I was two years old, and my mom told me exactly why they divorced and why they got married in the first place. And I feel like, yeah, that would hurt somebody if you put so much time and effort into something and it just falls apart. And if you know Will Smith, which obviously no one listening knows Will Smith, but if you know Will Smith or if you've seen him in some of his interviews, his acting, anything like that, he is a very emotional guy. Like, it's not just acting. He is very emotional. He's a very family-oriented. He has a big heart and he just wants everybody to be happy and get along. And that's what... That's why Will, him and Jada were just such a power couple when it comes to the celebrity scene is um, a lot of people looked up to them and their family. So I can't imagine how Will must have felt for him to say that. Um, however, um, New Year's Eve in 1997, Will and Jada got married. Uh, and Jada said that it was, uh, she felt an infuriating pressure to marry because she got pregnant with Jaden. Uh, and she also stated that she never wanted to get married, but her mother kind of forced her because she's so old school and Will wanted a family. So she finally took, uh, she finally made the decision to settle down. Um, 1998, July 8th, uh, Jaden's born. <laughs> uh, and I say hee <laughs> because we're born in the same week. I think. Close. We're both we're born in the same month. Whatever. Um October uh 31st, so Halloween of 2000, uh Willow was born. Uh and then August 23rd of uh 2011, uh they were married for about a year, no problems, no issues. And rumors started uh coming up that Jada was dating uh Mark Anthony, who was not only her co-star at the time, but also J-Lo's husband at the time. Um, so the couple made a statement to People Magazine saying that their marriage is still intact, very much they're still together, and the rumors circulating that was completely 100% false. Um, while the couple's joint statement was strong, uh, a, rep a representative, good lord, for Jada was slightly vaguer, uh, saying that all rumors regarding Mark Anthony and Jada are false. Completely untrue. However, uh, the reports of a split between them, I'm not commenting on their personal life. So a representative of Jada was kind of hinting at something, but the couple together both denied that anything was going on between Jada and Mark Anthony. And JLo didn't respond to it either. JLo didn't have anything to say. Um, August 14th of 2013, so about two years later, um, almost on the dot, um, Jada, uh, addressed rumors of her and Will having an open marriage, 
And she said, quote, Will and I both can do whatever we want because we trust each other to do so. This does not mean we have an open relationship. This means we have grown, we have a grown one. End quote. Sometime in 2013, many of you probably will remember, uh, rumors started happening between Will Smith and Margot Robbie. Uh, not only did they film Focus together, but they also filmed uh, Suicide Squad together. Um, there were some black and white pictures posted on Twitter of them posing together. They seem kind of close, but still kind of friendly. Um, I guess I'm kind of biased because I'm friends with a lot of guys. Uh, someone who identifies as female, uh, I have friends, I am friends with a lot of, uh, people who, a lot of people who identify as male. And, um, I don't, I don't really see a big deal with that. And I feel like, I feel like, uh, in this day and era, that's kind of normal. Um, my mom always told me growing up that guys are just easier, girls are too much drama. So, knowing Margot too, like, Margot's a tattoo artist, and she's obviously played multiple badasses. Um, so she, and she has a lot of tomboy or gender fluid or non-binary friends. Um, and she's also made multiple statements, especially on, um, Jimmy Fallon and James Corden everything like that, on, on talk shows specifically, on how most of her friends are guys. So, with everyone kind of looking in too much to their friendship, I don't, I don't really, I didn't really see any tension between them, and I think they're just really good friends, and I really appreciate that. Um, June 3rd, 2015, uh, Jada went on Howard Stern and discussed her relationship with Will, in quote, I'm not the kind of woman that believes that a man's not going to be attracted to another woman. It's just not realistic. And because, and just because your man is attracted to another woman doesn't mean he doesn't love you. And it doesn't mean he's going to act on it. End quote. I kind of want to break that down real quick. I'm not the kind of woman that believes that a man's not going to be attracted to other women. Completely fair statement. I 100% agree. It's just not realistic. I agree. Just because your man is attracted to another woman doesn't mean he doesn't love you. And it doesn't mean he's going to act on it. I believe that to an extent. Um, I guess, I guess the, I guess the extent is how attracted he is to this other woman. Um, I guess it all just depends on perspective. I guess the way she just talks about it so freely is what kind of disturbs me. Like I even I even watched the Red Table talk with her and Will and she just seemed so cheery and happy and everything's fine. Like she just talks about everything so nonchalantly. That scares me. <laughs> Like, I know she can take over anything and anyone, and she is a very, very powerful woman. But I, I, don't, I don't know if that gives you the right to act heartless. June 28th to July 5th of 2015, Jada attends the Wireless Festival in London to support her children, Jaden and Willow, because they were both performing. That's where he, uh, that's where she, excuse me, met August for the first time. Um, 
August 3rd of 2015, Will addressed rumors that he and Jada were headed towards a divorce. Uh, in this post, Will refers to Jada as his queen. Then Jada went to Twitter and simply says, my king has spoken. So everything was still very intact even after they met. Uh, June 25th, 2017, Jada and August attended uh, the BET Awards together. Uh, and the red carpet pictures that I've seen, or not the red carpet, excuse me, but the, the, run, uh, the paparazzi pictures outside of the award show. I'm not good with terms, I'm sorry. Um, they, they're, very, they're very close. He's got a hand around her waist, and she looks very pretty. I will say that. She's, she's got very nice skin. Uh, July 21st, 2017, uh, she was promoting her upcoming film, Girls Trip, and she addressed another rumor talking about her and Will being swingers. And her response was, quote, that's the craziest one. It's constant. And I'm like, yo, I wish, I wish, end quote. Why on earth would you wish on, on live television that you and your husband are, were swingers? Even after addressing multiple rumors over the span of four years, I believe? Multiple rumors of, 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 uh, co-star drama, of, uh, open relationships, of swinging, of multiple rumors pertaining to the same activity. Why would you, even if it was a joke, why would you say, I wish we were swingers? Even after shutting down all these rumors, I... December 21st, 2017, um, Will posted a long emotional Instagram post for his 20th wedding anniversary. Um, and it's actually really sweet. Uh, quote, love is like gardening. I have learned to focus on helping you to blossom into what you want to be, uh, rather than demanding you to become what my fragile ego needs you to be." End quote. Again, Will Smith is a very emotional, sweet guy. Huh. July 11th, 2018. August sat at the red table with Jada, uh, and they discussed his uh, issues with alcohol, sex, drug addiction, uh, etc. Uh, April 10th of 2019, August uh, drops a music video for uh, a remix to uh, Kalani's song, Nanya. Uh, and in the video, uh, the music video is basically his animoji uh, texting someone named Corin, which is Jada Corin Pickett Smith's middle name. And he also uses a gif of Jada in the video right after singing the lyric, quote, you got me feeling like it was an act. You're just an actress putting on a show because you don't want the world to know that you lost a man who loved you all along. Baby, couldn't we just let this go? End quote. At this time, August denied claims that the video was about Jada. 
I'm a very musically inclined person, and those lyrics. June 30th, 2020. A couple days after Jada decided to tweet out to Shane Dawson in regards to his video doing sex acts to a, at the time, uh, 11-year-old Willow Smith on a poster. Shortly after tweeting, quote, Shane Dawson, I am done with the excuses, end quote, the entanglement begins to unravel. Um, August was promoting his upcoming album, State of Emergency, and he sat down with Angela Yee, um, who is a member of The Breakfast Club, and he claims that he gave years of his life to Jada in a romantic relationship with Will Smith's blessing. Later that day, a representative for Jada uh, called August's claims absolutely not true. July 2nd, 2020, Jada went back to Twitter to announce the inevitable. Quote, there's some healing that needs to happen, so I'm bringing myself to the red table. End quote. The internet went crazy, might I add tweets of edited photos of Jada literally sitting with herself at the red table, etc. Um, July 10th, 2020, the infamous red table talk occurred. Jada confirms that she had a relationship with August, denies that Will ever gave his blessing, and claims that the, t the two were separated at the time. This is also the same day that a lot of people call it Will Smith glaring. I call it Will Smith on the verge of tears, but he essentially became a meme that day. Uh, and yes, that was also the day I first heard the word entanglement. Fast forward to Today, Will Smith posted a video of himself jumping rope on Instagram, and a fan responded with, quote, okay, don't get entangled, end quote. Uh, Will Smith then uh, responded to this comment with, quote, Ha ha ha, okay, I can admit it, that's funny. I'm definitely gonna block you, but the joke was very funny, end quote. So Will is, I guess, doing better, I suppose. Um, I'm glad that Will Smith is still on social media, he's still staying positive i guess that's 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 all you can really do in a situation like this is just like focus on yourself and look at the positives will's doing the right thing when separated he's focused on himself he is focusing on himself which at the red table jada was explaining that the separation was them working on themselves i just don't understand how you can work on yourself on somebody else with somebody else we're gonna move on to our last topic of the day 
This one has some tea too. I don't even know where to begin. I don't know. I, 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 okay. Hashtag free Britney. I'm saying it. It's happening. Britney Spears is trapped. Britney Spears needs help. And anyone famous enough to get the help is getting shut down by Britney's legal team. And it is not okay. A little backstory first. Uh, at the age of four, Britney started, uh, as a child star on Broadway and then worked her way to the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Uh, if you look back at her music, she has been telling everyone for years that she is too controlled and treated as a product. Um, her song, the songs that kind of hint at this include Lucky, Overprotected, uh, My Prerogative, Circus, Piece of Me, and Gimme More. Uh, her music videos, social media posts, tour props, and photo shoots regularly show her in a cage or in chains. Uh, and if anyone has ever seen the videos of her when she was younger, her real singing voice is similar to Christina Aguilera's, but her record label didn't like it, uh, cause they were both on the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and they were about to release their debut albums at the same time. Um, Christina and... Britney. So they had her voice retrained to sing in the baby voice that we all know and love today because they believed it was more iconic and it would basically create uh, a brand and career for her instead of her real voice. And it's been, honestly, the, the baby voice, I hear it sometimes and how forced it sounds sometimes. It sounds like it's destroying her voice and it's unhealthy. And I guess that's why she's known for lip syncing is because her, her record label is making her destroy her voice or not making her like, like knowingly destroying her voice, but like, this is a better voice. This is more iconic. This is more money. Um, she isn't allowed to sing live because she will either fail at singing in the baby voice or she'll have to sing in her regular voice that she isn't shown that she isn't known for which if you ask me if britney spears sounds like christina aguilera i want to hear it it sounds like her entire career was just treated like a product to sell they just kept updating and upgrading and editing her and that really hurts me Ugh. so fast forward to the real tea uh Everyone remembers 2007. Uh, Brittany was going through a public divorce. She had two children under the age of two, Jaded and Sean, uh, at the time. Uh, she was very much the focus of the public. She was on every magazine cover. We saw all the photos with one of her kids in her lap while she was driving. Uh, she just, they've chased her. Paparazzi chased her into a public restroom. They videotaped her in tears. Uh, they filmed her through the windows of an ambulance while she was being taken away. Uh, just paparazzi was just awful to her. Uh, so after the, after the meltdown, she shaved her head, locked herself in her home with her kids. Uh, she often spoke in a British accent. She wore the infamous pink wig everywhere. She went shopping naked and she was hospitalized twice. After the second hospitalization, her father petitioned the courts to have a temporary uh, petitioned the courts to be a temporary conservator to her until she was mentally stable for her uh, for herself. Um, and the temporary meant for like a year. 
two months after her hospitalization, she did a guest appearance on How I Met Your Mother. Six months after her hospitalization, she dropped the Womanizer music video, and that started to promote her new album, Circus, uh, which worldwide grossed $131.8 million. Six months after you're hospitalized, you gross $131.8 million. If she's so unstable, why was she still working? Why did she go back to work right away after being released from hospitalization if she's so unwell? Uh, after the one year, um, her father went back to the courts and petitioned uh, the conservatorship to become permanent due to her allegedly, there's no set proof or diagnosis or documentation, allegedly having early onset dementia in her 20s. Uh, obviously, the petition passed and it's been that way for 12 years. Britney Spears is a 38-year-old woman who is not allowed to do anything without her father's permission. Uh, and if she goes against her father's wishes, he can legally lock her up in a mental health facility. So she can't spend her own money. She can't have any more kids. She's not allowed to see how her money's spent. She's not allowed to see her current children. Uh, their father, Kevin, has them leave her home, hire her own lawyer, get married, vote, drive a car, have any control of her career, speak about the conservatorship publicly. Uh, she's not allowed to do interviews that aren't scripted, and her father approves of all the final cuts. She's not allowed to use any social media or technology without being monitored. She's not allowed to do anything without her father's permission. Um, so, a conservatorship is basically if someone cannot take care of themselves because of mental health or decaying health. Most likely, this goes towards great, uh, this goes towards the elderly, so like grandparents, great-grandparents, people with actual dementia. I'm not saying that you can't have early-onset dementia in your 20s. I'm just saying it is highly unlikely that Britney Spears has early-onset dementia. My opinion. Uh... Conservatorships are meant for people who literally cannot take care of themselves. So if Britney Spears is so unwell, she is so mentally dis like disturbed or or like mentally ill, if she is so severely mentally ill, how is she still if she's so mentally ill and has early onset dementia, how is she still able to release four albums, do three worldwide tours? Which, mind you, during the tours, you have to memorize multiple songs, multiple lyrics, multiple uh, types of choreography, wardrobe changes, where to go on stage, off stage, outfits. You have early onset dementia, you're not going to remember anything. So, <laughs> four albums released, three worldwide tours. A four-year Vegas residency. She was a full-time judge on The X Factor. 
She released a lingerie line, multiple perfumes. She basically grossed over $138 million in a year. However, she's so mentally unwell that her father needs to take care of her. January of last year, Brittany was placed in a mental health facility for three months after she was seen driving her car to in and out with her boyfriend without permission, and she refused to take sedating medications that her father has doctors prescribing her to keep her under control. She testified to a judge in documents that she was held there against her will by her father. After it was leaked to the press that she was there against her will, the Free Britney movement finally picked up speed, causing a judge to open an investigation into the impact and legality of her conservatorship and what it has on her life. Uh, Britney's mother, Lynn, was also liking and commenting posts about the Free Britney movement. She completely 100% agrees that Britney is trapped by her father. Britney's team had Twitter disable the Free Britney hashtag and regularly threatens any celebrity that speaks out using the hashtag with a lawsuit if they don't remove their support for the movement. I just think that's nuts. Her team is obviously guilty of something. And the fact that her net worth is $250 million, but she's, an al she's allowed an allowance of $1,500 a week. However, the $1.1 million in fees for the conservatorship to continue comes out of her pocket. And then she also pays her father a $100,000 salary that she isn't allowed to choose. And then she's also paying a lawyer that she isn't allowed to choose. <laughs> One final thing that kind of kicked this into high gear she was on TikTok, or she is on TikTok, and someone commented, Brittany, if you need help, wear a yellow shirt in your next video. The next video, she wore a yellow shirt, and for 35 seconds, all she did was walk back and forth in front of the camera in her yellow shirt. That's all she's allowed to do. She's never had control of her own life. And no one deserves this. I know everyone, I know someone has an opinion about her music or her or her breakdown, but nobody deserves this. Like, like, all this woman wants to do is go see your children, make the music she wants to make, maybe go get a Frappuccino, like, in her own car, on, with her own money, on her own time. I, I really hope the abuse doesn't continue. I, 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 I really, really hope. I hope a lot of, I hope someone here listening knows that you're not trapped. You're not alone. It is okay to ask for help. And I know in Brittany's case, it is impossible to ask for help, but this is just proof that someone is there listening, watching, and waiting. Someone will always be there for you 150%.
I would like to take this opportunity really quick to announce that uh, the suicide hotline prevention, or geez, the suicide prevention hotline, I am so sorry. The suicide prevention hotline has just announced that there is a new phone number. It's still the same uh, phone number if you know it. the the 1-800-273-TALK. That is still an active phone number. However, they just confirmed that instead of 911, it is 988. So it's a little bit more convenient for someone to call. Uh, whether it's hard for you to memorize the number or you just don't want to dial the number, there is now 988 instead of 911. And just know someone's there. Someone is always there to listen, to help, to care. You are not alone. And I hope all of you stay safe and have a wonderful week. And uh, tell someone you care about them. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.